You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everybody? And welcome to Brothers Just Searching. I'm Isaac, along with Brother Daniel and Brother Anthony. As we go ahead and we look into a topic that we've been dealing with for the past couple of weeks is Roman Catholicism, a false religion. Well, just a recap on what we've been doing. Um, the first week, we really just dove into the history of the Catholic Church. We went to the Eucharist a little bit, and we just touched some minor details. Um, last week, we went ahead and dive in. We started talking about the sacraments. We dealt with Roman uh, water baptism, and we looked into uh, confirmation. We were starting to go into the Eucharist, but we ran out of time. So we're going to go ahead and jump back on that subject tonight along we're going to try to go into penance and try to get into the virgin mary or mary as the uh, catholic church teaches before we dive in i just want to remind you please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to we are on spotify google podcast and apple podcast those are the three big podcast platforms we're also on anchor and a few other podcast uh, platforms if you want to go see the whole list of our podcasts, go to anchor.fm, Isaac, slash, Hayes, and you better go ahead and see all the platforms that we're available on, all free to use. You can go ahead and load that up. Also, I just want to remind you, our home church, New Beginning Fellowship Church, if you want to go ahead and load them up on Facebook, Brother Daniel ministers there on Wednesday nights and some Sunday mornings. Brother Brandon is a great minister, and we got some anointing music, some great musicians uh, with the worship team. Go ahead and check us out, New Beginning Fellowship Church on Facebook. Also, Vienbro Bridge, our address is 519 Parkway Drive. Also, um, my brother's book, uh, the New Kingdom with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone out now. Y'all were looking at some mm-hmm. stuff on the internet early. Mm-hmm. I saw early. Yeah, you and Dad. Uh, we looked at it. They, they, it's on Walmart website. See, I didn't know and, that. And me, that, uh, and uh, there's some other websites is on. So it was mostly your best things would be on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, but it is on you know, right, other websites. Right. So. Amen. Amen. And uh, go ahead and pick up that book that Hell's Brother. My brother's ministry out, and, and hope you have some more ideas for books later on. Oh, you know? we will. I'm thinking about making a part two, Liberty Amen. Man, or maybe three. We'll see how it goes. And for sure, maybe a part two of the New Kingdom. And uh, and I want to let everybody know I'll be making a trailer pretty soon, the okay. company I'm in. So we're, uh, there isn't a process to be made, so I'll let everybody know when they can watch it. When it's Amen. Ready. Also want to encourage y'all to go listen to Brother Daniel's podcast, Defender of the Faith. That it, he uses the same platform that we do on Anchor. Uh, he's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. When look all that up earlier, Brother Dan, you want to explain a little bit of your podcast to our audience tonight? I uh, just basically really, I've just been really just saying what's been on my heart for the last three or four episodes. I haven't really dived into really in timed events like I want to, but I'm just just really just trying to share what I feel the Holy Spirit is showing me mm. at this moment for the church. And that's, that's what I feel at this moment on that. And then you brought out, uh, I, we listened to you. I listened to you, uh, say, uh, your podcast the other day and, um, uh, talking about persecution, possible persecution in the church. And you pulled from Acts chapter two, which really dove into what the early church had to face and which we possibly might have to face. 
Well, yeah, man. We, we know a pastor named Joe from um, up from Chicago, Illinois, is right, right. now mm. has been dealing with some you know sort of persecution. So, I mean, it is out there and it's happening even in our nation. And I mean, it's not like the first time uh, because of uh, the situation that we're at at this moment as a nation. There are those that are trying to take advantage of that and abuse their power, spe- specifically, right. you know, against the church. Amen. Wow. Well, guys, go look up Brother Daniel's podcast, Defender of the Faith, and uh, we're. We're encouraging people to go ahead and look at look get as much information as you can because we don't know how long this information will be out there. Right. You know, the persecution is persecution is possibly common. Thank God for the constitution and look God God has blessed us with a, a nation of smart men and women that run our country and they have to abide by that. But there's some of them that they just don't want to abide by the constitution. They would like to take us out. And uh, mm-hmm. just keep keep us in prayer. Also, guys, if you are on Facebook, please go look up Brothers Just Searching. We go ahead and we share all new podcast episodes on the Facebook page. That is really our internet presence right now. We don't have a website or anything, which we're we're hoping we can work on that later on. But uh, guys, just just keep us in your prayers. You know, God has uh, showed me something a while back, and you know, when we did this podcast, I didn't realize that God was going to fulfill something that He promised to me. And I told before the podcast that, you know, this podcast isn't just reaching out to America. It's reaching out to the world. Mm. And we are we do have some listeners in other countries. And I thank God for that. Mm. And, you know, oh, I'm going to share a little bit of that testimony. The Lord back in Crossfire International Youth Camp, when you could stay out there and spend the whole week, I had a brother in the Lord pray with me and said, look, keep preaching and keep it, keep the faith because God's going to reach, going to help you reach the world. And I didn't realize at that point what it would be. But this podcast open doors for us to minister to other people in countries, people we might not meet, but thank God that we have the opportunity to share Christ and give our thoughts on what the Bible says and encourage them in the faith a little bit. And that that's the, that's the best thing we could do as believers is to win souls. That's the main focus of this podcast. You know, we, we do sponsorships and everything like that to help us out, but it's not about the money. It's about winning souls. And so we're, I'm, I'm, I have, I'm proud to be part of this every week and just study God's word and to learn alongside my brothers in the faith. And I just love, I just love spending time in, in God's word and studying what he has and see what he has in store for us, you know? Mm, amen. 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 All right, guys. So as I said, we're going to go ahead and get dive into the topic. I think brother Daniel and brother Anthony, y'all been chopping at the bits. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially brother Anthony, you know, been texting me all week saying, I can't wait. I can't wait. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's what this top, you know, this topic is very interesting because, like I said, we looked into water baptism last week and their thoughts on the water uh, baptism, how they believe that once you are baptized, you are in the church, you're sealed, you're mm-hmm. you're done, you're saved. Now, you, it's funny how you got to stay in the Catholic church. If you don't stay in the Catholic church, that's voided. <laughs> then you got to do the whole process again. Then you got to confer, be uh, in confirmation, put, be Compromise, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. into the church. So we're gonna go ahead and look into the Eucharist tonight, brother Daniel. If you want to go ahead and start us off with the Eucharist, by brother Anthony, follow, uh, following up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know that with the seven sacraments, the first one they always uh, they always uh, want everyone to to participate would be water baptism. Mm-hmm. So basically, water baptism to the Catholic Church means that when a person is uh, baptized in their church, that they're literally baptized into the church and it starts the road to salvation so they literally believe that the water does cleanse a person from all sin wow 
And so from after that, then you have them, they want them to participate in the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. And so the Eucharist would be to us on our side, as far as uh, Protestants would be communion and how we believe, which is the truth, how we are to participate in that. But to them, they believe, they believe that the blood and, you know, and the body are literally in the substance that they use for their holy mass. And so it says right here, the Eucharist is not merely a symbol and a ceremony. So I'm just quoting out of the teaching of Christ. It's a Catholic catechism for adults. So mm. we're going to be, you know, we're going to be speaking from what they're teaching and not right. just saying this and that. Right, right. We're, uh, you know, we're telling people, we're reading their material. We're not like making anything up. So, you know, I believe we're going through evidence and things like that. And, you know, uh, I was looking the other day, uh, I have a, a catechism myself. I bought it at a, uh, I bought it at a garage sale at a Catholic church, matter of fact. And they were talking about purgatory. And I was looking in the picture, and it's amazing how uh, they had one picture where it really blew me away, where they had, if you read the book of Revelations, there were 12 creatures around the throne and stuff like that. But in this picture, it was different. They showed there was a Catholic altar, and there was the Father in front, and there was a lamb, and blood was falling from the lamb through uh, uh, the, the, their cup, their, their Catholic, the Catholic cup and into their stuff and so as i will look through the pictures more the reason i'm saying is to kind of get you a picture what 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 we're talking about they had one picture where they saw jesus the blood is falling from his side and there's angels actually holding a golden cup and they're actually capturing the blood of christ so because the souls of purgatory that's their way of quoting so so getting out because the more masses you say the more the chance your time will be shortened and maybe get out they don't tell you when or how or whatever. So to them, the blood of Christ is important. That's like we believe as Protestants, but the difference is we believe that the one-time blood was spilled, it's done. It's finished. You just got to believe it, and it's complete. But in the Roman Catholic system, by if you, do, if you just look at their pictures, it tells you that. That their blood is still control, you know, still flowing. The sacrifice is still continuing. Right. But of course, in Hebrews... It's all done, and I encourage people. If you're a Catholic, mostly go read the Book of Hebrews. So, yeah, I just want to read what they said here. Look, 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 look how they just believe, and this is in their Catechism again for adults. And um, mm -hmm. it says right here, the grace relationship begun in baptism and strengthened in confirmation is ordered to union with the Eucharistic Christ and a sharing in His saving sacrifice in the Mass. Mm. The Eucharist is the medicine of immortality, which complements the healing effects of penance and the anointing of the sick. Holy orders confer a priesthood devoted to the altar of the Eucharist. Marriage symbolizes the union of Christ and church, which is the fruit of the Eucharist. So everything really in their sacrament ties back to the Eucharist. Yes, sir. That's their foundation. Yes, sir. Now, if we could just deal with that, then we could show, you know what, that right. <laughs> that's not correct as far as salvation right. and our relationship with Jesus Christ. So, I mean, what do you think about 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 the eucharist i mean it's a word that uh, some of the meaning one meaning for eucharist would be thanksgiving mm, okay you know? and then other words are using like for mystery the mystery of christ which has to do with the with the church of christ which we find in ephesians and so i just want to just quote some of the stuff out of this book because it's really why wow. wow it's just really revealing how they really believe i mean some of these are just <laughs> <laughs> oh man i just my mind just drops. My mouth just drops, just in awe. Like right here says that, uh, let's talk about the Eucharist again. 
is an expression of a common belief not only in the presence of Christ in the Eucharist, all right? So, I mean, just stuff like this just blows my mind. And it says, let's see, as must the, feel, the full meaning of the sacramental sign in which Christ is really present. Mm-hmm. So they tr- really believe that the presence of Christ is in the Eucharist. That's right. They believe it's also the image of nourishment. So like I said earlier, uh, with water baptisms, they literally believe that's how a person comes into the mother church. It comes into a salvation of Christ, you know, and being washed by the water for their sins. And then all of a sudden now they're going to partake of the Eucharist, which is going to be supposedly their spiritual food to stay in Christ Jesus because they are yeah. literally what on their belief system believe that they're literally drinking the blood right. and eating the flesh of Jesus. Right. I'm like, wow. It blows your mind. You know, but Daniel, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember when I was young, because we live in a he- heavily Catholic area. I remember my, uh, one of my relatives died and I, and I remember he was the deacon. There's a priest, but there's a deacon. And I remember that in the tabernacle, they call it, it's like a golden type box. And they actually believe he's actually in there. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, when they do the, one of the signs, they do the sign of the cross when Catholics pass by a church. The reason why they do that, because there's other reasons. But one of the reasons when they do the sign of a cross is because they believe Christ's presence mm-hmm. is in the church. You know, so, I mean, one day I, I was uh, taking my driving course lesson one day and they had a, she was with me. And uh, I thought I was a bad driver. So she did the sign of the cross. I'm like, I was offended. It's like, lady, I'm driving. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not driving fast. I mean, lady, what, what's wrong with you? Until I asked my mom, she was, she's an ex-Catholic. So I said, mom, she did the sign of the cross and I was driving great while she was praying for protection or something. And my mama laughed. She was like, no, Boogie, you got to understand. When you, she said, well, I was in the Catholic church. They do that because, you know, they believe Christ is, his, Christ's presence is in the church. And, you know, no, so, I, oh, no, that got, explains it. I got a question because yeah. researching Roman Catholicism, uh, listening to the truth about Catholicism from Jimmy Swire Ministries, mm-hmm. And they say in that box, when they put it in the box, it's already been prepared yes. for the Eucharist and the, the, the ceremony of the Mass. But don't they do that every time with the Mass? Do they take the bread and say they send it down or they just do it one time and just reuse that bread until it's almost out? Then they have to redo the whole ceremony again. Mm. I didn't go into that far of a deep uh, study. I would have to check up on. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, because right yeah. I'm just because you know that's what a lot of people say. Oh, we do it in remembrance because Luke chapter twenty two verse nineteen, and he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he also did the same with the cup. Um. So if you if you go ahead and look at it, they do this process because I'm not Catholic. But I would have to ask. If they do this process, even if he's in the in the cup, they be crucifying him over and over again. Yes. In this whole sa- sacrament, even if they did it one time, they don't even believe that one time was enough. They still got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think really what they believe. I have to go back and think about this for a second. They believe in the once and for all, one time sacrifice of Christ. But because of that, they believe that, like I said, when they literally drink of the uh, of mm-hmm. the wine and eat of the bread, they literally think that's the body. And blood of Jesus. So they're just saying that his body and his blood is what's nourishing due to what he did at Calvary. Mm. So they don't do it in remembrance of him. They do I, it. I don't they think do so. I'm, I'm, don't quote me too much on that, but I believe that's <laughs> what, what it is. It's just really nourishment but, for um, their Christian walk. But I think like I heard, ex- well, I heard a Catholic priest say on the video, he said it's not the same 
it's it's it's, it's uh how can, how do you say this again? He said it's not the same. It's not a different sacrifice from what Christ did, but it's the same sacrifice. So what they believe that is continued down through the centuries, you know. So and the Bible does not teach that. The Bible said when it's done, it's finished. It's done. It's complete. Simple as that. Well, Jesus said yeah. it on the cross. It is finished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you you can't. Well, it is finished. It means it's done. And in our culture here, Cajun French say too means it's done. It's say finished. Mm -hmm. it, you you can't. No. You can't. It can't be. You know. It can't be done over and over again. It's mm -mm. done. It's finished. No. It is uh, when something is done. It's done. It is like if you were going to the bank. And you might pay off your note and then it's done it's finished you paid off but it'd be stupid if the banker would say every year we have to come back again and do this again and again and again it's stupid i mean you pay your mortgage the pay the payment is done yeah the payment's done right it just don't they, that's what they say well he's not really being crucified again he's just representing but that still don't make any sense no it you don't. know it, it just need a way you put it just leave it done just do like the bible said remember it and and what it was intended to do, you know, and it's it's not it's not biblical. <laughs> no, it's not biblical. No, no. Yeah, I was just trying to look something up real quick. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, go ahead. But the thing is, though, uh, a matter of fact, I know we said it before, but is there salvation? You know, I mean, that is like a mortal sin if you don't go to confession or you. Well, mostly communion. That is like this uh, the mass. Is there is the treasury of all the seven sacraments? I mean, that is like life and death. Well, is the it. is the last one really concerning salvation? Mm -hmm. We established that last week when reading uh, the articles mm -hmm. on uh, Wikipedia and stuff. They the first three are for salvation, and the the last four of the sacraments is like you're walking with the Lord. Right, right. Because you know you have penance, anointing of the saints, marriage, and uh, you have all these other sacraments, and it pertains more like to your lifestyle and living. That's right. That's right. But uh, the Eucharist is like, well, this is a continue of your salvation to keep your salvation oh, going. Definitely. Because water baptism mm -hmm. to them is a one-time thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Confirmation is really a one-time thing, but the Eucharist is a continual oh, thing. Oh yeah. And yeah. you got to keep on going with you it. You got to. I mean, they teach, and I was blown away, too, when I read in my catechism, too, like Brother Daniel did. I was blown away how they actually said that it's a moral sin if you don't go to uh, uh, communion. That means you're, you're going to hell if you don't take it. So if you go to penance, matter of fact, that's a moral sin. Like, if when they do penance, that's one of their things. So even you know? so, basically, even, okay, you can do the baptism, which they say baptism seals you, confirmation seals you, mm -hmm. but if you don't go do the Eucharist... Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. So it don't matter what. Right. What, so that that is basically, that's what they put it's their salvation. faith in. They when put their faith that. in the Eucharist, not in Christ. Right. So ba baptism enters them into salvation. Confirmation seals them supposedly with the Holy Spirit. And then they have to daily, I mm -hmm. guess, take that. I'm not sure what how many days they do it during the week for Mass. I but think, that's what it's getting at, the nourishment. It goes right. back to nourishment. That's what they call it. I think it's like twice a week you're supposed to for sure. For I think mass. it's like a Thursday and a Saturday. Yeah. I mean, they got some weird. No, I've don't never, they get that from yeah. the scripture that said uh, when Jesus said, I think it's John, John chapter six, uh, that the daily bread or the, the Lord. They I take, think so. Could just, uh, mm -hmm. Give us this day our daily bread. Do they put it like 
that, you know, because us as Christians, we go ahead and we pray every day. Lord, help us to live in your spirit. Lord, help us to walk after you. Lord, let us live for you. And that's our daily bread, bread and water is praying and reading. But they taking it literally as that's the blood and the, the wine of, of Christ. So and, we have a faith in Christ. We could pray that every day, but they just put that into their, their, in the Eucharist. And well, what they the, claim you spiritually dying. They say you're you're unhealthy. They use the like taste out. They say, well, it's like eating junk food. If you you know if you don't do it, it's gonna kill you. And kind of spiritually speaking, yeah, they, it's uh, it's one of those things where yeah, you have to do it pretty much. They it's almost a command pretty much. So it's basically a law. It is. It is law. It's kind of like what the Jews did. We talked about it earlier. You mean like uh, the circumcision? The Jews right. are like. The Christian Jews are like, yeah, the Gentiles are saved, but they got to be circumcised. But they also you know? considered it like as you take it that you're yeah. growing more in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, like right. the sanctification mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Let me right. read something to you real quick that I just found right now. Let's see. Where's it at? Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, you got to have the glasses. Yeah. Where did I find that? Okay, right here. It says, the Eucharist brings about the nourishing effect it symbolizes. Mm -hmm. This is achieved through the presence of Jesus himself and the bestowal of grace on those who receive him according to the individual needs and the needs of the community. And so far as we have been wounded by sin, Christ and his power work in a remedial way to the extent that we are making progress in holiness. He strengthens and fosters our growth. So they're saying this is going to just continue. So it just continue and continue till yeah, just, the last day yeah. when Christ comes back. So what they're saying is like the crucifixion of Christ is still ongoing. But, but like I said, I wonder how yeah. they, they, they answer the question in John chapter 20, uh, John 19, verse 30. And when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Mm -hmm. how, how do they answer that? Well, they can't. They, they can't. They, uh, yeah. It's hard for them to explain it. They, they, they have no answer. The Catholic priest cannot like tell I you. Like I said, remember, they believe in the one time, once and for all sacrifice. Right. Even, they'll even agree with you on that, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Pay, again, let's go back to what it's saying. Yeah. It's nourishment. Right. I right. mean, this is how they believe that they have a relationship with Christ, is by taking the communion. Yes, Taking sir. the bread right. and the That's blood. Right. So they yeah. do believe in the sacrifice once and for all, but they say... That it continues relationship through what they do through the oh, Holy Mass. Right, right. And that's how they grow in Christ and all that. So Wow. Yeah, that's that's what was mind boggling for me when I started looking at it. Yeah. Well look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read from the D R B, which mm -hmm. is a Catholic Bible. Mm -hmm. The same verse I just read, I'm gonna read it again. Mm -hmm. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. Mm -hmm. And he bowed his head and gave up the goals. They read in their Bible. Jesus, therefore, when he had taken the vinegar, said, it is consummated. And bowing his head, he gave up the ghost. Mm -hmm. Consummated don't mean finish. Exactly. So they, they, they go ahead and they take that from their Bible. They, so and what say, they're saying in their own Bible is continuation. Well, yeah, cons uh, consummated, which yeah. was what we talked about a lot with consummation mm -hmm. here that it keeps on going, I believe. Yeah. So, so it's not even the same word, and they took out finish altogether. Well, it's just like... You know, yeah, that, that blows. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I'm going to go ahead and look up. We we use ESV and we use King James. King James, I have it right here, said mm -hmm. it is finished. Um, ESV says the same thing. It is wow. finished. Which I'm going to go ahead and pull up the Greek word. Thank God for modern technology. <laughs> um, 
but they they don't even say it is finished in their bible wow and when it is finished i'm trying to pull it up right here uh tally who to end that is the complete excluded is discharge done it's just that's the greek word to use right there is tell hello which is i hope i'm saying that right is to mean it's finished it's done uh, it's called a telelestai no 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 it's um it means it's finished in greek tell eo that's yeah, how it yeah, says yeah. right here it's telelestai means something paid like in, that it means paid in full that's greek to me i don't yeah it's called paid in full <laughs> uh, it's called paid in full yeah. paid in full right but yeah but you get what i'm saying you you have you have their own bible that says consummated which Saying, oh, it's complete, but it's not like it is finished, it's done. Right. So like, it's like what Brother Daniel said. Like you said, they do believe in the finished word, but it's still ongoing. Well, well you, I mean, they'll use our same kind of terminology, but they mean way different than what we believe. Exactly. They'll agree with you to a point, just like a Mormon or a right. Jehovah Witness until you start understanding what they mean behind it. Wow, wow. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you, the way that it sounded like we pull it from, the catechisms we're pulling from the Catholic, Catholic Bible. Bible. We, yeah, they're putting their faith. The finished work is not in Christ alone. Christ is sacrificed on the cross. It is the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. It is the 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 water, the 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 bread and the water, uh, the wine yeah. mm -hmm. for their salvation. Because yeah, and, and studying that and looking into that, like the water baptism and consummation is the steps to that final step mm -hmm. of the Eucharist and you got to partake of it and live your faith through that as well. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, because the thing is, like I said, again, they relate to what Christ did when he was water baptized. Remember in the mm -hmm. river Jordan, you can mm -hmm. go look and they got references to that saying even Christ had to be, now I better be careful what I'm saying. Uh, when he came out of the water that he came out and the spirit came upon him. So there's a lot of, mm. it just, it's just kind of hard to explain because they use, like we were talking about last week, the third, what was it? John chapter three about mm -hmm. unless you be born again and start yeah. talking about born yeah. of the spirit and born of the flesh and all that. So they literally believe that you have to be water baptized to have your mm. sins forgiven. Wow. And so they'll even take Romans chapter six out of context and say that that's a literal water baptism. When we know actually it's and a spiritual don't. thing, you know, I mean, that we have died with him then yeah. bury with them and then raise with them. Yeah. So There's a connection between the baptism, but then all of a sudden connection to his body and his blood. And so these are all, if you look at it, they're all works. Yes, right. sir. Every part of it's works of salvation. So that shows you what, what it is. It's religion. It's man. Like I said last time, trying to reach up to God, mm -hmm. you know, to please him when we could never do that. Exactly. And of course we don't, I mean, we believe works have their place, but we don't believe they're going to uh, inherit you heaven. You know, we believe that it's justification by faith is, you know, is believing in Christ is righteous, not what we can do. You know, is it Isaiah who, uh, who said that, that all our righteousness is as filthy rags, mm. you know? And so, you know, to God, that's, that's, you know, you're wasting your time when you're depending on good works. Mm -hmm. and, well, I'm going to go ahead and read some that you mm have -hmm. uh, been reading Romans this week and been studying a little bit. Uh, Romans chapter three, verse 21 to 24 but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnesses by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all upon all them that believe 
But there is no difference, for we all have sinned and come short of glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, you notice Paul didn't say it's through sacraments, uh, sacraments or it's through uh, the the Eucharist. It's, it's, we're right, being cross. justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Exactly. So it's not by words. And look, we know we get they get mo majority of this doctrine from John chapter six, where we broke down very clearly. I think it's uh, is it John chapter six or John chapter yeah, sixteen? You're, 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 so about Jesus being the bread of life, mm -hmm. and where he brings out Peter, and he brings out you know about the rock, and they, they, that's where they get major majority of their doctrine mm -hmm. from. This where Jesus was using. For, uh, was using as an example right. and not as literal. Right, he was using symbol. It's just like we talked about earlier. Like he said, "I'm the door and I'm the rock." I mean, he he was not really a rock. I mean, he's not. Jesus didn't turn but into it, a it rock. Go, it goes to the, door, it goes to the same thing you know? though when they talk about water baptism. A lot mm -hmm. of people, and look, sad to say, a lot of denominations that believe in Jesus Christ and trust Him as their Lord and Savior use that. Oh, look, see baptism, baptism. Mm -hmm is a symbolizer of immersion, but at the same time, it means a burial. It means it yeah. is, you know, it's done, it's finished. Yeah. And that sometimes when they use the word baptism, that's what it means. Like you gotta be buried to your sin. You gotta be buried yeah. to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, definitely. I would just notice something they like to use also in first Peter chapter three, verse 20 and 21. It says, which sometime were disobedient, which once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was uh, preparing where in few that is eight souls were saved by water the like figure weren't to even baptism does also now save us parentheses now not putting away of the filth of the flesh but the answer of a good conscience toward mm. God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ now I want to read this in the ESV now and this is what it says all right it says because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Okay? That's what it really mm. means. They weren't saved. The water didn't save. They were brought <laughs> safely through the water. Through what? Right. Through the ark. What does the ark typify? Christ. Christ. Amen? So, oh, wow. just some of the things I was looking at. And then it goes on, verse 21, and the ESC says, Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you. And it goes, to, and then it's got a comma, not as... A removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience. Then it goes back says through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right, wow. and it, that's mm -hmm. basically showing that exactly it's good conscience to show that look, man, I've been baptized. I'm showing the world that I'm I'm saved. Right. I'm taking this serious, but our main focus is Jesus Christ and what He done, and that's where we put our faith in, and based on what what He did and our blessed hope of the resurrection. So can we say yeah. uh, one of the things of our profession of faith is we do. We do interact in water baptism, but we know all of it is just symbolic. Right. All right. it's saying would already be done to me spiritually. Mm -hmm. Right. What Christ did at Calvary and now the Holy Spirit living within me. I'm showing an outward expression of that right. to the world saying I no longer it's no longer me that lives, but Christ lives in me, as, as Paul said in Galatians. Right. So, you know, so when we get in the water. We're basically saying, hey, this ain't me no more. This is what Christ has done already to me spiritually. Right. This is the walk I walk down, the newness right. in life in Christ Jesus. It's, it's kind of like that old saying, you know, when you bury something, you know, leave it buried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, that's what happened. You buried that old man and, and you bury it. Simple right. as that. I mean, you know, it's just that's how Satan does. He takes something that's of God and he tries to corrupt it. 
You know, he tries to put, put he makes men have faith in other things other than Christ. And he's not stupid. He said, yes, you can have the cross, but you can have works with it. And that's where, you know, he makes us a little truth, a little lie all the time. Well, and that, that, that's what, that's what hurts the gospel. You, mm-hmm. you know, you get what I'm saying? People, people go ahead and they, they, they put their own interpretation into some, which the, the Roman Catholic church, they went ahead and they flip flopped on a lot. You gotta be baptized and filled with the spirit. Then come to Jesus. Where <laughs> you get what or do the Eucharist so you can come yeah, to Jesus. Right. Right. Um, we believe you come to Jesus and those things follow. They put those work at work acts of work mm-hmm. before Christ. And like we remember Anthony, we talked about that a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the signs of false religion, they always put works in there always. Yeah. And that, that, that's a scary thing. Cause yep. like I just read yeah. it works alone. Can't save you. Right. Well, let's just slam this once and for all right now. What really saves us? That's right. Is it the blood or is it water? You know, right. 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 You know, that's where we're going to find out, you know, right. Right. Obviously, the Bible says that he died for our sins, right? He was a, he was mm-hmm. a sacrifice upon, mm-hmm. upon Calvary. The Bible says that we are atoned of our sin through his blood mm-hmm. for the remission of sins. So, I mean, how can, we, how can we say the cross of Christ, the blood of Christ, plus right. for right. salvation? Tell me. It don't work. You know, why were we being water baptized? Well, like I said last time, yeah. uh, John's was just a, for a... For a confession of of uh, of sin, that's right. It was never that the water saved them, mm-hmm. but they were confessing their sins that they were prepared, that John the Baptist preparing for them for the Messiah to show up to die for the sins right. to save them. And and then it says the cross has no meaning. Pretty much, the cross is insufficient when they do that. People don't blind religion blinds people so much they don't realize when you start talking to them. Like I was talking to a Catholic one time, and I said, "Well, if you believe this." Part of your salvation said did you know that you're defending christ you're actually you know you're you're hurting the cross and what he did and he's like he was like really i am like he couldn't believe it so it shows you how false religion is so blind it can you know until you open it to him like martin luther said you know the only way the pope is destroyed is by exposing his doctrine exactly exactly thank god for his word you gotta open that open that eye open that door yeah, there's just there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. Yeah, it just I'm trying to find a scripture right now where it said, you know, we live by faith, not by works. Lest any man should Oh, boast. that's Ephesians chapter oh, two. Oh, it's Ephesians. I thought it was in verse Romans. eight and verse but nine. It, but even that, you yeah. know, it's not about it's not by oh. doing all these things. You know, and like I said, yeah. we we dealt with sacraments for the past couple of weeks, and it it's not by works. It's by faith. And that's what well, that's what they're they're not understanding. You know, I'm gonna say it like this: they put so much faith in the Eucharist into yeah. an object, they make this into an idol. Right. Yeah. Which, if we go into all the saints, which we will deal with later on, mm-hmm. if you go into all the saints, they they put these things before God, and the, the yeah. they're breaking the first. If they go back going by the law, they go they they're breaking the second commandment right off the bat because they put these things before Jesus. Right. Exactly. We can go to Acts chapter 16 real quick and. We see what happened there with the jailer, remember? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let me look for it real quick. It's 16 verse 30 if you. Yeah. And so what did he ask? Like you said last time, it seems like we're repeating, but maybe it's but good. No, that it's good. Right. No, no, that's good. And he said, uh, and he brought them out and said, sirs, he's talking to Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? He said it right there. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ 
and thou shalt be saved in thy household. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they got saved, right? He yeah. got mm -hmm. saved at the moment. Yes, and then it says, they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And the rest got saved too. Okay, they went ahead and they took care of the stripes and all that. But then afterwards it says that they were water baptized. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, right a, a few hours after, if it was so important for them to be baptized right away. Exactly. They, they would have done it right away, then start teaching them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And there's another time when Philip, remember when uh, he met that Ethiopian? And uh, he and they say, and the Ethiopian says, uh, "Here's a, there's water. What uh, what hinders me to be baptized?" And he said, "You believe it all your heart." And he says, "I believe that Jesus is the Son of God." But if you notice, I looked up in the Catholic Bible one time. It's out when he says, "What what hinders me to be baptized?" Really? Is out. Yep, I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Catholic Bible. I looked it yeah, up. I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, he, uh, it, it, it's my. If, if, it's been a good while, but if my memory serves me right. It's been taken out. What hinders me? Yeah, I'm gonna look at it right now. But if it is, it shows mm -hmm. it shows why why they would take it out because they don't believe in believing in Jesus Christ alone. They believe right. that they believe it's, in water for salvation. Right. And that's that's yeah. scary right there. Yeah. Now I don't know if the Catholic Church purposely took it out or the manuscripts. I think it's from Alexandra, the manuscripts they use. I don't know if it was messed up or whatever happened, but Whatever happened, mm -hmm. it's not there, <laughs> purposely now, or not. Now, I will say this. That way it doesn't bring any confusion because yeah. people are going to say, okay, Brother Isaac, Anthony Down, mm -hmm. well, then why do you see like Lydia was baptized after her conversion? Why mm -hmm. do you see right. the jailer? So let's, let's, let, let's kind of balance this out. Right. We're not saying that, uh, that, that water baptism is not important. Right. No, it's right. very important. It is. In yeah. its right perspective, how we do it, that's that that's it's very important to us like i said it's a profession of faith mm -hmm. to the world that we're no longer that old person so i want everyone right. to think that we're not throwing that oh, out no, like, no, like it doesn't no, yeah, no. effect no but you see that that's the thing like a lot of you know um i keep in i don't keep in touch with them i don't know them personally but i listen to their podcast and stuff uh, unashamed with phil robinson and they mm -hmm. say jace brought out a point a lot of people ask is it essential for salvation he says well that's the wrong part jesus said do it we're not denying Jesus and right, the right. Paul, Peter, and them. They all said they would. They do. And they it. all did it. Yeah. Right. They did it. But the thing of it is, they didn't put their faith in mm -hmm. the baptism. Mm -hmm. They realized that it was a symbolism. Mm -hmm. It was a point. It's to not. The look, cross. It's not. It's not. A, right. And look, I, I won't even come to the argument. Look, does the Bible say to be water baptized? Absolutely. Definitely. If you mm -hmm. need, if you, as a believer, you should be baptized. Amen. They're right. At the same time, what are you putting your faith in? Is right. it the baptism or right. is it the one that saved you exactly. that you can be baptized? Well, I because, heard, yeah, I heard one preacher say one time very strongly. He's like, if you get saved and you don't get baptized tonight, if you get in a car wreck, you're going to hell. Well, then what's our I, I, hope? Yeah, right. And I was like, no, that's not what the Bible. Some well, teach what, that. What gets me you is, know, like I said, I heard, baptized, I heard someone say that one time. They said they went minister somewhere mm -hmm. and it was in a desert. Mm -hmm. They couldn't be baptized, but they made a petition of faith, so they're safe. But if you could, if they if they need to have water, they're safe. Wait, uh, it don't yeah. make sense. So if no. you're in a desert with no water, yeah, what you gonna do? You 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 just say the prayer and you're all right. But if you come to the United States and there's water all over the place, so you're fine. you you yeah you got you got to get baptized. And you it's just on a side note, um, Acts chapter eight verse thirty-seven. Mm -hmm. Um, the Catholic Bible quotes that. And Philip said, if thou believe it with all thy heart, thy Mayas. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. So it is. Out. It, it, no, it is in there. It said, that, uh, yeah. 
Philip just said, if thou believes with all thy heart. Well, that's what I'm saying. But he, he, that part he, when he says it hinders me, what hinders me to be baptized? Uh, it's in, he said, uh, and you're talking about Acts yeah. 8.36. And the as they went Bible their I way, had, yeah. they came to a certain way. And the eunuch said, see, here's water. What does hinder me from being baptized? Okay. Well, that's and good. Said, I'm glad thou believe it. it. So it is in there. It is okay. in there. Just the Catholic Bible I must had, they must not have it. Cause when well, I, I got the DRB, so I don't okay, know. Okay, well, then I have a different Catholic Bible then. But I'm uh, glad they have it in there because that, that proves right there right. that water baptism cannot save. So, right, it, but and you it can go you can quote it from their own Bible though. Yeah. If if they all say that, you can quote it from their own Bible. Yeah. So well, look, this shows that you don't need to be to, you need to believe in Jesus before you even get baptized. That's right. That throws That's out right. the whole sacraments right there. It does. And like we said, we're not we, we believe there's the the audience of the church, but we don't believe that you can put your salvation in them. You know. Right. Right. So. So we got any final thoughts on the Eucharist and the the Mass and all that? Well, I just want to say something since we're on this real quick. As yeah, far as just one more scripture, Acts chapter nine verse seventeen goes like this: The ESV says, "Now Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, Paul, Saul. I mean, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the mm -hmm. road by which you came has sent me, so that mm -hmm. you you may regain." your sight and be filled with the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And immediately something like scales fell, fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was mm -hmm. baptized right. in Amen. water. So, you now, know, so now what do we do with that scripture? Now, Salvation. Water baptism, uh, uh, filled the Spirit. And then, and then baptism, and, okay. a switch once in a while. So, yeah. you know, so I just, I'm pointing these things out so we yeah. can just, you know, show. And then there were some cases where they were saved. They were baptized, then filled the Holy Spirit, and then they switched. Yeah. They were saved, filled the Holy Spirit, and baptized. Right. So, yeah, it can go neither way. So but you notice, though, yeah. he said something. He said, Brother Paul. Yeah. He was already Paul, saved. Yeah, Paul. Saying that's the salvation, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Paul was already saved. I believe On the road to Paul. The right, he got... I believe that he called Jesus Lord. Yeah. Right. Well, it's kind. Of, it's kind of hard now. Lord, what you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, Lord, the Lord of Heaven comes and shows Himself to you. Like I gotta believe I in mean, this. Remember, yeah. he was yeah. killing people at church, and all of a sudden he called Him Lord. That, that yeah. Like, no. Something happened. There Somehow was a, he got right. conversion. He made a confession account. of faith. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's so, it for me. Oh yeah. Hey, that's good. good. All right. Thing. So yeah. I guess we're gonna go ahead and let's go ahead delve into one more. We're gonna talk about penance now. You notice it didn't say repentance. It says penance. Why mm. does it say penance? Well, that's a big difference between repent and penance. Right. Well, repentance means to turn away. So this is penance, which yeah. the sacrament is called reconciliation, forgiveness, conf confession, mm -hmm. or conversion. It um it happens to those that are after baptized to separate them themselves mm -hmm. from Christ by sin. Um, they, basically what it is, is for them to come back and repent after they've done all the acts of salvation, which look, we do believe in grace. We don't believe mm -hmm. you have to do it by works. If we sin, we have an advocate with the father that That's we right. can go to hell. We can pray to him and say, Lord, forgive us of our sins. Now, I don't believe someone that does something wrong and said, Lord, forgive me and does the same thing the next day. Right. Right. And you know, you, nah, it's you, not you, sincere. It's not sincere. So, you know, and a lot of times this is what penance does because this part of the sacraments, I believe, is when you go talk to the priest and stuff, yes. correct? Yes. You, what you're doing is when you, you, you're pretty much making up the wrongs you have done. And I heard that for Ashley from a Catholic. I was watching a video one time. They, they were talking about a, 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 a guy who wrote books. I'm an author, you know. And he was talking about how they said this, this guy wrote this certain book. He was Catholic. 
I heard rumors. So I said, well, I'm going to find out if it's true. So I went get videos from the library from a Catholic source and found that this guy was Catholic and whatever. And the guy who was Catholic on there, he admitted it. He said, Penance is making up for the wrongs you have done. Works mentality. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, and, we yeah. go back to that, and that mm -hmm. mentality, everything based on works. On works. And you right. got to make up for the wrongs you have done. You're mortifying the flesh. So mm -hmm. who's forgiven the sins then? Yep. It's the priest pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So by what authority are they saying that? Mm, by Jesus. Yeah. Through the word. I'm going to show you mm -hmm. what. If you go yeah. to John, mm -hmm. John chapter 20, verse 22 through 23. I'm 20. Yeah. Will tell you why they believe they did. And I just dealt with this right uh, one day when I was preaching not too long ago, a little bit on it. John chapter twenty. Yeah, chapter twenty, verse twenty-two and twenty-three. Okay. And so let's break this down real quick because this is where they get their authority on this one. Okay, remember the Lord has appeared to his disciples after the resurrection, so he's got to keep reappearing to them to really, you know, to, mm -hmm. to get them to uh, get out of the fear. And disbelief and all that and they finally started coming around you know with him but there's something that he told them that day too uh, king james says in verse 22 he said and when he had said this he breathed on them and saith unto them receive ye the holy ghost mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now here's a key verse for them verse 23 said whosoever sins you remit they are remitted unto them and whosoever sins you retain they are retained let's go to the esv makes it a little bit plainer so we can understand what it's saying it says if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Okay? Mm. So that's why they believe that a priest could forgive right. sins and hold back. But let's really, uh, let's, let's look yeah. at the scripture. What does it really mean? It's not meaning that the Lord has given his apostles authority that's to forgive right. sins. What he's saying, when you preach in my name the gospel, mm -hmm. it'll give your crowd the chance mm -hmm. yeah. to receive forgiveness through that message. Yeah, and right. if they reject it, then their sins are going to be remitted. You know, right, so right. so that's what it really means there. Yeah, so they take it out of context. Yeah, they're saying that yeah. he gave them authority to forgive sins. No, no. And so, uh, let me just read one more scripture too, because First Timothy chapter two verse five says there, this: For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, the Christ, man Christ Jesus. Jesus. So if anyone's a mediator for us for our mm -hmm. sins, unto the Father, it's Jesus Christ. It's no man. Right. Isaac said the scriptures earlier, one of you did about, you know, there's none righteous. No, not, no, one. not one. You mm -hmm. know, we have all fallen short of the, of the glory right. of That's God. In Romans. Yep. And so, you know, so we have to take the scriptures for what it says. It's funny how, and you know, we've done, I, I've been guilty of taking scriptures and just taking it out of context. until <laughs> you start maturing Christ, or you right. start, studying right. it we make mistakes but no they continue to say that that's what it really means and that's not what it means right you know they're just a man like us well, and, yeah. and to go to the go to the point of that even some christians say that well what the bible says mm -hmm. you you should do not worry about it, don't do no study into it and all that but sometimes you got to look into gotta dig. what you got to dig to what because first of all scripture isn't going to go ahead and uh deny scripture it's going to confirm compliment yep yeah it's going to it's right. going to it's going to confirm what he what god's trying to say by one or two passages right and let i would like to ask a roman catholic all right you quote me that scripture confirm me with another scripture from paul or from right, right. from one of the other gospels right that you know well it's always good to get more scriptures than just one right well that that's what i'm you saying know. so you but have it, to go ahead and compare have, scriptures and like for example if you have five this, for example, the Bible says three, but if you have, I go further. If you have five or six and they line up, 
to me that's better it's, it's kind of like a radio signal it's better to get more well, than this one i'm gonna go according to this look what brother mm -hmm. danger said acts chapter two what did paul what did peter do Peter stood up and he preached and he told him mm -hmm. about salvation mm -hmm. and sin. As a follower of Jesus Christ, we have to go ahead and base that on the, the we're accountable for that. So, like you said, we could tell him, look, whoever sins you remit, that means, look, whoever you bring into the fold, whoever you bring into, and the ones that say, nah, I'm just going to go ahead and turn away, mm -hmm. that's confirmed from Acts chapter 2. Right. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and confirm it in Romans when mm -hmm. Paul preached. You, yeah. you, uh, Acts is a whole confirmation of this passage right here, what Jesus was telling them to do: go and preach the gospel. And also, Mark in Mark sixteen, we say, go into all the world, preach the gospel to everyone that's going to listen. So basically, what it means when you just—I mean, the basic, the basic meaning of it: either they accept the gospel or they reject it. That's right. The bottom line. That. And so, I want to show you something else through the holy orders. I know we were going through penance, but let's connect the priest. Why they believe they have the power to forgive sins. Mm -hmm. And here's, let me get this quote real quick. It says, okay, let's see. The fullness finds it, its expression in the fact that Christ will make it everyone capable of offering the spiritual sacrament calls some, which means priests and, and bishops and all the deacons, and enables them to be ministers of his own sacramental sacrifice, the Eucharist. But it also says here, when a person is ordained a priest, he, became, he becomes a sign of God's presence and power in the mm. world. And explain how the priest can function as Christ. Look at these, what they're mm, saying. Right. It says, okay, they can act in the person of Christ, the head. Like Christ. So they, that's, why they, well, that's why they call them fathers. Yeah. That's why they say they think they have power mm -hmm. to forgive sins or remit them. What, what was like the Pope? They say the Pope's Jesus Christ. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's Jesus Christ himself. In the cornet, yeah. Yeah, they believe that. But that go, that's paganism because the pharaohs, they believe the pharaohs were gods. And the Roman Caesars, they believe they were God, walking God. So that's, they just Christianize it. I just want much. to give you a couple of more. Listen to this. Yeah. This is like, mm -hmm. wow. The priest is called to act in the very person of Christ. Mm. In the sacrament of his penance, he says, I absolve you. We know. Mm -hmm. we just, that's what a priest is. A human being saying to another human being, whom he's no better than them. <laughs> we're all, we're, man, we're well, all. Well, perfect they, beings. Well, I heard there's some Catholics that told me that they said, "Well, the priest is next to God, like he's the holiest thing next to God." So they lift him up as a as a as a worship. Okay, much. then let's go back yeah. to the Old Testament. Yeah, there was priests back then too. As a matter of fact, the Bible, the New Testament says that we are all of us are we are priests, high priests mm -hmm. to a point. You That's know? right, we all are. We're all one in Christ Jesus, neither mm -hmm. you know female or male and all. But let's go back to the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. What did them priests have to do? They were representatives of Christ. That's right. They were types of Christ, but even mm -hmm. they had to offer up a, a sacrifice, sacrifice for, themselves right. for their own sins. Mm -hmm. So we need to take them back to the reality of that when God did institute the priesthood for man to be used in that. That's right. That's right. Well, well, the thing is people got to realize penance itself is not a Christian term. We want to make that clear. Right. Because really, I was actually shocked. I was watching about Greek mythology one day. I bought some videos I bought from the library. And I didn't notice by studying Hercules. I did not notice. Uh, in the story, the reason why I'm going through a little detail because they explain where it came from. Because some people think it's Christian and it's not. Well, Hercules in the story, his mother, or no, I'm sorry, his stepmother actually controlled his mind. And he actually killed his children and his wife. He didn't mean it, but it was an, uh, pretty much an accident. He was out of his mind. It was like somebody being drugged mm -hmm. up or whatever. 
And so he felt guilty what he did. So he went to Delphi, the city of Delphi, and he went and asked a fortune teller, what can I do to make up for the wrongs I have done? Because he felt guilty. And by demonic forces, she told him, you got to go make penance. So when you do the study of Hercules, for example, all you're watching is a man. He's trying to do penance. He's trying to make up for the wrongs he has done. So it's not a Christian thing. It goes all the way back from paganism. So your good outweighs your bad. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, really, okay, I was going to tell you, too, what I learned today. I just mm -hmm. learned some stuff with the catechism. Yeah. As their, their bishops, they literally believe that they are the succeeders or successors of the apostles. Yes, sir. So mm -hmm. it transferred to them. And we, we're not going to go into Peter and all that. But what does the Bible really say about leaders in the church? Mm -hmm. And what's their job? To forgive sins? Nope, it's nope. not. You know? Nope. What is it? The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the head of the body. That's right. Amen? And so we go into Ephesians chapter 4. Where it gives you the fivefold ministry. It says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for what? Let's go to the next verse. It says, uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Ver the next verse says, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God into a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what leadership is about. Just teaching and preaching and pointing people to Christ. Amen. That's right. We're not Christ. No, we're not. As they say, their priest is. Mm -hmm. We are ambassadors of Christ. That's right. We are Christ-like. We're baptized into the body of Christ. But we're not Christ. No. Right. We right. are not Jesus. No. Uh, no. Go walk on water sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we have to make the distinction of what true leadership is and what right. they consider uh, you know, true leadership. And so we know that there's only one. Right. Remember, we talked about, I think the last time too, how, um, how they picked up stones. I believe I did or not. We'll just say it. Uh, you know, when he, when he basically said that he's God and they picked up the stones oh, and yes. wanted to stone him. And John they said, who mm -hmm. are you to be, you know, saying that right. you, yeah. only, only God could forgive That's sins. Right. And, you know, right. for Abraham was, I am. Uh, did, did they also mention that when, uh, they brought that, uh, the man who was, uh, he was a cripple. And he and Jesus forgives. forgave his sins, and they said, "Blasphemy! Only God can forgive sins." Exactly. Yeah, and of course, he was God, but you know, it's just the right. principle, you know. So definitely. Well, look, guys, we are running out of time <laughs> again tonight. This is a broad subject. Um, we're gonna go ahead and continue on penance okay. next week because we just got into the surface of it. And uh, well, look. Brother Daniel, Anthony, thank you all again. This is a mm -hmm. blessing mm -hmm. and encouragement to to me, and I'm hoping to everyone else that is all that's listened to this podcast. Uh, y'all just keep us in prayer, guys. You know we 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 just love studying God's word, and you know this is be. Just, I'm gonna say this: we're pulling from the catechisms, we're pulling from the Catholic Bible, we're pulling from a lot of different sources to educate y'all but please just don't take our word for y'all i recommend y'all read your bible pastor brandon and i was talking a while back uh we was talking about podcasts we was talking about tv church services like brother swaggered and a lot of evangelical uh ministries and a lot of people decide to stay home and they take their well i'm studying and just listen to a podcast or they're listening to mm -hmm. a preacher on tv open this word Mm -hmm. Open this word because if you notice, we go ahead and we search scriptures on here. We go ahead and confirm scriptures. The only way you're going to know that is if you read it. So just don't take our word for it. Mm -hmm. 
Go ahead and open the Bible and study yourself. If you are Roman Catholic and you've been here in this podcast and you have any questions, by all means, message us on Facebook at Brothers Just Searching. You can go ahead and um, look up for the message key on the Facebook page, and we'll be glad to look at that, and we'll contact y'all back and send y'all a message. If anybody else has any questions, just send us send us questions and we'll try to answer them as best we can brother daniel brother anthony until next time we'll see y'all hopefully next week and uh, everybody you'll have a good night thank y'all for listening to brothers just searching and don't forget hit that subscribe button thank y'all and god bless